episode 82 of the Dinner Sisters podcast, where two sisters taking on the nightly challenge of dinner. I'm Kate Schultz, living and working in Rhode Island. I'm a passionate cook and recipe collector, always thinking about my next meal. And I'm actually thinking about some leftovers I had for a future episode. So, you know. Nice. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm Betsy Wallace. I live, work, and raise a family in Atlanta, Georgia. I love dinner time, but can always use help planning and cooking for my family of five. I've got three kids. They are five, seven, and nine. Our goal with this podcast, we want to cook a little better, learn a little bit about food, and most importantly, figure out what the heck to have for dinner. So here's how this works. Every week, we have three recipes that we cooked and reviewed from popular food blogs, internet chefs, anywhere I can find a recipe on the World Wide Web. We have all these recipes, any tips we come up with, the smorgasbord, and a shopping list on our website at dinnersisters.com. Shout out to the person who reminded me I needed to put the shopping list button on there. So it's there now. Promise. <laughs> you can also get them, any all of this stuff, sent directly to your inbox because we have a newsletter. I send it out on Mondays. So if you're a person who likes to preview things, you know, check that out. All right, Kate, so this week's recipes were chickpea orzo salad with harissa roasted eggplant from the New York Times Cooking, nutty fried rice by Cooking Light, and summer quinoa pilaf by Joy Manning for the Washington Post. It's actually funny because when I started assembling recipes for this episode, I did not intend on going vegetarian. I was just kind of like looking for like a a grain or grain adjacent because like orzo is not a grain. Mm -hmm. Um you know, the heartier dinner salad kind of thing that would make maybe good leftovers, use up some produce of the season. And then it turned out that everyone was vegetarian, which was like, oh, happy coincidence. Yeah, I like that. And I know quite a few of us are trying to just incorporate more veggie dinners into our mm-hmm. rotations. And so I think this was really helpful for that person, like for that place. Um Yeah that kind of spot in your rotation. It's good to have some new things. And you know what? Like you said, all of these make great leftovers. They kind of fill the fridge. Um, yeah. Love that. Yeah. I really Just like have that. this container of delicious salad in there. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh, you know. Yeah. So let's dive in. What do we have first? First up, we have chickpea orzo salad with harissa roasted eggplant by the New York Times Cooking. As a reminder, you know, I do like these recipes, and so I do know that people don't subscribe to New York Times Cooking, but you can always use an incognito browser tab to, like, get an extra recipe out of them. So that's an option. In any case, once you do have this recipe, I think it's a stunner. It's an orzo salad with a mix. And orzo is like this tiny pasta. If you've never seen it before, it looks like um, it's supposed to mimic rice. Maybe Mm -hmm. a little bigger than a rice grain. Um, So it's orzo with a mix of a whole bunch of late summer ingredients like eggplant and red peppers. And then you add some interest with like green olives, roasted walnuts and fresh mozzarella, chickpeas for protein, and then that harissa to spice it up. And harissa is a, um, I think it's sometimes Moroccan, but North African pepper paste. So it kind of all mixes in there. To make this, you cut up a medium eggplant into cubes along with a red bell pepper, toss them with the harissa, which, you know, is kind of saucy, right? So it coats it. It's got a little oil in it, a little bit of the red pepper. You roast those veggies at high heat until the eggplant is nice and tender. While that's going, you cook about a half pound of orzo, drain that, and add it to a large bowl. And then you assemble the rest of the ingredients. You pit some green olives and chop them up roughly. Take and rinse a can of chickpeas, cube some fresh mozzarella, and roast some walnuts. 
All that goes into the orzo, along with the peppers and eggplant when they're roasted through. And you just mix it up, add some salt and pepper, more harissa if you need it, which I did. I love roasted eggplant, so this was a stunner. Like I said, a stunner. I keep saying that. I just mm-hmm. really liked it. Yes. <laughs> this is just yeah. really good. So, Betsy, what did you think? Kate, I thought this was amazing. I loved this recipe. and We were we, super in agreement about this one, weren't we? We were. And, you know, it's <laughs> funny. This reminds me a little bit of the fried chicken, though, because um, mm. from the picnic episode, only because you were at my house. We we, yes. we cooked. We, this is the weekend we were kind of air frying. We also were finishing up the tail end of the green salads. Mm-hmm. And I was out running errands. And you said, oh, don't worry. I'll just make this. Or so sad because I had all the ingredients. Yeah. And we had it for dinner. So you actually made it twice and I didn't make I it did. at all. And I was – I know. <laughs> I was like, how did she get me to make one of her recipes again? It's magic. It's my magic. I'm, it's like my it, it special is. middle sister ability. Is. At least mm-hmm. this time you're not claiming that you helped. No, I no, I wasn't even in the, <laughs> I wasn't even at home. Uh, however, I really did enjoy it and it was so so good. Uh and yeah, we both were like this feels like fancy deli. It does. Salad. Mm-hmm. Like, like the fancy would... gourmet grocery store. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was really filling too. Like Me too. I did not feel like I needed something extra with that. The flavors I think are strong. So maybe know your audience. And oh, so we were like raving about this salad the whole weekend. And oh, we loved it. So excited. We were the minority in my family. No mm-hmm. one else would eat it. Sure um, were. Yeah. I mean, your middle gave it the good old college try. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how I describe it. She yep. was very she, polite. She always tries. Mm-hmm. 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 She said, "What is this squash? <laughs> yeah, the eggplant. It just and it's got. I don't like it. Yeah, it's got some strong flavors. I mean, it's got the olives, it's walnuts, it's the mozzarella, and the harissa. Yeah. I mean, there's mm-hmm. a lot going on, which is again, we were so thrilled by this. Loved that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I will say this. So I made this right before I left. I was going mm-hmm. on a work trip and then to see you. So I was going to be gone for a while. And I knew this. James probably wouldn't eat a ton of this when I was gone. And so it, and it makes a lot. And yeah. so I had texted my coworkers and I said, hey, I'm making this salad. It's got this in it. I think I even like put like a link and said, let me know if you want me to bring it in for you for lunch. I'm thinking mm-hmm. like I'm like the best coworker. Oh, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm feeling really good about myself. And only one person took it up, took me up on it. (laughs) And they were like, yeah, not the eggplant or just as, yes, it was a bit of a divisive salad. Yeah. I will say, um, the person I brought it to, I do believe she, I do believe she liked it. So she was like, oh, I love an eggplant. So there you go. Know your audience. Yeah, I guess. And, and again, that kind of surprises me because I love roasted eggplant. I mean, Mm -hmm. I feel like I don't do it enough and it was such a treat and this salad was just so delicious. So Yeah. yeah. So tips for this, what I will say, I mean, I will say because, you know. I, You're the I one who made this. it and twice. Be- <laughs> yeah. You know, f- the harissa can vary. Now, you used powdered harissa spice. Yeah. So what I did, so I had the kind that comes in a jar that's like the peppers with the oil. Oh, okay. So what I did for your version mm-hmm. is I took what looked to be a good glug or two of olive oil and then added some Parisa spice in there, and that was delicious. Okay. For mine, since I had it like in a jar, more like a um, – I would call it like a pesto. 
okay. consistency. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that I kept, and harissa can also vary according to like like how hot it is. Mm-hmm. So I tested mine. Mine wasn't very hot. I just kind of kept spooning it in until it tasted good. Um, I actually might add a squeeze of lemon at the end, but okay. I, I don't think I, I don't think it was like. But that was just like my harissa too. So I think you know, just like it's one of those sauces that's varies recipe recipe maker to maker so just like taste it see what it tastes like to you maybe you want to add a little acid maybe you don't want to add as much um in it but you know overall this was super good made a huge batch would be a very fun potluck Mm -hmm. salad as far as i'm concerned yeah i think so too because it would just it would really it would be surprisingly good to at least Mm. one person there yeah yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this is a five out of five stars for me. What about you? Me too. I'm not allowing my family to vote on this. Yeah. No I'm votes. Just, just, nope. No one else gets input. This was mm-hmm. amazing. <laughs> All right. So next up, we've got Nutty Fried Rice by Cooking Light, kind of taking it in a different direction. Yeah. I mean, I think this one is is much more universal. I don't know anyone who doesn't like a fried rice, you know? Mm-hmm. I thought it might be mm-hmm. just a fun dish with added cashews and peanut sauce. I'd say it's a heartier vegetarian fried rice with some mushrooms, some broccoli, cashews, and a peanut sauce on top. And to make it, it's dead simple because you actually crisp up a couple packages of the ready brown rice, the kind that comes in the packet, mm-hmm. right? And that takes like 90 seconds in the microwave to cook. And I usually don't have this in the pantry, so this is kind of a fun thing to try. And all you do is you saute the broccoli and mushrooms. Take those out of the pan. Then you fry the rice and cashews and a little bit of oil until it's crisp. Then you add in a couple of lightly beaten eggs, cook it briefly, and then you throw back in your broccoli and mushrooms, a little soy sauce. And when that cooks up, you kind of make a quick sauce with peanut butter, soy sauce, and a little bit of water. That's it. Mm-hmm. You know, how did everyone like this? So I also really love the idea of using the rice pouches as kind of a pantry-friendly trick for this. Mm. Um and I got the ones – I was at Aldi's this week, and it was, like, those ones that were – I think I got ones that were kind of, like, a mixed grain or something like that. Ooh, yum. I think this is pretty flexible. I don't think yeah. you would need necessarily the brown rice. You know, just get whatever kind of thing looks good because it's just mm-hmm. your base. So I thought that was kind of fun. Yeah, we'll post a link um, to what we're talking about so people can kind of see what the pouches yeah, are. Yeah, I think most – yeah. Or maybe are we the only people um, not using these pouches, Betsy? No, I use these pouches. I think you, you? might be the only one who um, – I do I sometimes <laughs> – I kind of crisp – I do the same thing that they say here. It's like you crisp them oh. up and then sometimes I'll just like break – crack an egg I in there. And I'll just have, have like out of the loop. an over-easy egg on top of like some of those crispy, you know – It's very distressing to me because I feel like I should have been for a long time. 90-second pouches. Yeah. Huh. Um, okay. Moving on. I don't know where I picked that up, but that was something I hmm. do for an easy dinner. Okay. So I use regular mushrooms for this. Yeah. Broccoli. Fine. As you will recall from one of our first episodes, Maida, when she said, it's not that I don't like peanut sauces or peanut sauce, it's that I hate it. (laughs) She has not changed her mind. Um, And peanut sauce remains one of these things that is a little bit dicey in my family. So I just made this for myself for lunch, which – okay. Again, I guess it's a theme for this week. I was kind of like, well, I'm just going to just keep this one for myself. But I thought it was great and I loved it. And I think you could be a little flexible. Like you could leave the sauce off. You could maybe mm. do different veg, right? I mean, 
What do you think? I think you this, totally could use. This, I think you totally could. Yeah. If your family will only eat green peppers and snap peas, use or great red peppers and snap peas. Add red peppers and snap peas. If people like broccoli without mushrooms, pull the mushrooms out. Or yeah. when you you know when you saute the broccoli and mushrooms, saute the mushrooms separately and have them just for the adults. But I think this is kind of a flexible base. I think what was so delicious for me was the cashews in it. Mm-hmm. That was super yeah. good. Yeah. And then um, the sauce on top. And I thought it made it really quick with those pouches of rice. Um, again, like something really easy that you can, you know, fry up very quickly. And it made enough that, you know, we had some leftovers for mm-hmm. lunch the next day. Yeah, I had leftovers. So I ate this for lunch, like kind of that week uh, when Mm -hmm. I made it earlier in the week and I really liked it. Um, And I was thinking this is something that maybe I can put a little bit more thought into how I can adapt it to my family because it would be a good solution generally for us. Yeah. Yeah. So this would be for me like a four out of five stars. I thought it was really solid recipe and had a lot of um, kind of flexibility to do stuff with. Yeah. I'm I'm doing the same thing. It didn't, um, you know, it wasn't like, totally knock it out of the park for me but it was still a solid great recipe that i think i will use again i like it nice okay last recipe on the episode is summer quinoa pilaf by joy manning for the washington post okay so we actually betsy you and i know joy manning through a podcast connection and we love their podcast local mouthful Mm -hmm. and so joy is a recipe developer amongst many other things. And a while ago, she recommended this recipe to us. And I kept looking for an episode where it would fit because it looked delicious. And here we are, right? Mm -hmm. Hearty salads. Um, And I would describe this as kind of a warm pilaf with nutty toasted quinoa, um, some red and yellow bell peppers, corn, cherry tomatoes, a little bit of goat cheese and toasted pumpkin seeds. So to make it, you saute onions and garlic, add the quinoa until it toasts, which it kind of pops, you know, a little Mm -hmm. bit. Then you add some water, cook it until the quinoa is tender, about 15 to 20 minutes. And I usually like taste test this or kind of like the little thing spirals out. You know, you can kind of see it. While the quinoa is cooking, you're also roasting some peppers and corn under the broiler until they're charred in some spots, which is, you know, that toasty charredness. Um, Is that a word? Probably not. Uh, (laughs) Toss (laughs) your finished quinoa um, with these veg along with some cherry tomatoes, a little bit of goat cheese, cilantro, and the pumpkin seeds. And Betsy, I actually ate this with you, so I know how your family liked it. But I wasn't there for the cooking. This one you cooked. So how did it go? Yeah. So I actually kind of threw this together quickly before I went and picked you up. Uh, You were coming up from the airport and you were taking the train in, the MARTA in. And Mm -hmm. um, I kind of got this together fairly quickly. It did not – I thought – I kind of looked at the recipe and thought, okay, I think I can manage this before I go run over (laughs) and pick Kate up. Um, I was eating like spoonfuls of this from the stove before I even added the goat cheese. I know because I saw on your stories on Instagram, you're like making this dish. I was like, I'm going to starve to death. She's yeah, going to eat this entire salad. Here I am at the airport just trying to get there. She's <laughs> eating all the dinner. Uh, yeah. So I thought it was easy to put together and it was yeah. so satisfying. It was like – Exactly what you want when you're thinking I'd like something that's healthy. I want it to be mm-hmm. kind of filling. I love a vegetarian meal that feels like I don't – like we're not missing something. Yeah. I thought the flavors were really approachable. 
I mean, my family was really eating this, Kate. They were. I mean, I was at the table and I was so hungry and I was like shoveling it in like a somewhat without any manners. Um, and your kids were eating it up. Ryan really liked it. It's just got some, you know, Joy wrote a really solid recipe. Like you said, it came together easily. So her directions are really good. Um, she does have a direction that you should reheat under a broiler the next day. And Joy, I love you, but we just microwaved it and it was great. <laughs> it was <laughs> yeah. fine. It probably would have been extra crispy, but... Yes. But we were like... Mm. Lazy, lazy. Lazy, yeah. lazy. So, and we just like added the goat cheese individually, which I thought was really smart, Betsy. Like you didn't kind of mix yeah. it in. Yeah. Um, I just kind of gave everyone a little topping as I served it. A little taste. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think this for lunches is just like the perfect thing. I think it'd be um, one of those great dishes to have if you know you have guests that are um, vegan or vegetarian. Because mm-hmm. the goat cheese is the only thing that makes it vegetarian. Um, and you could like have that on the side for folks. Yeah. Um, you know, I thought this is just a really, really great recipe. This is a five out of five for me. Yeah, I'm giving it the same. This was really um, something that I will definitely make again. This was, you know, that kind of elusive salad that you feel like just mm. makes everyone happy and is vegetarian. Yeah. And it's just, that's a hard thing to nail. So I was, I was really thrilled with this. All right. Uh, on the week, what was your winner? I mean... Haters going to hate, but I love that orzo salad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good. You could not stop mm-hmm. talking about that. Um, <laughs> I'm going with the peel off because mm. I think that might be kind of a staple in my house. I'm going to continue yeah. to make that because it was so healthy and everyone was eating it up. So that was great. Well, if any of these recipes sound good to you, make sure to check out our show notes and grocery list at dinnersisters.com. There you'll find links to all the recipes, any tips or techniques we discussed, everything we talked about on the show. And if you'd like to chat more with us, you can always ask to join our Dinner Sisters Facebook group. We are at Dinner Sisters Podcast. It's been super active lately, which is really fun. Someone made a slab pie out of there that looked super good. Mm-hmm. So if you want to join up, search and we'll let we'll uh, let you join the convo. All right. Before we head to the smorgasbord, we're taking a break. Okay, so for the smorgasbord this week, we've got two topics, an air fryer update, and then like a little chit-chat about some seasonal baking. Mm-hmm. I mean, not to pat ourselves on the back too much, but I will. I feel mm-hmm. like the air fryer episode was a big success in terms of conversation. People people love talking about their air fryers. Yeah, yeah. So if you haven't listened, that was episode 81, the one right before this one. Um, we had a lot of suggestions from listeners. I will say we never got to vegetables, and so people thought that was a good idea. They did love a roasted vegetable in the air fryer. Dorothy had a suggestion that was, like, near and dear to my childhood heart, which is that Duncan Hines apparently even has specially proportioned mixes to make cakes in the air fryer. It's amazing. Which just seems, like, super fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, my gosh. That's like a whole like, new world. Yeah. Right, a whole new world. And, like, I loved my Easy Bake Oven for all of five minutes that it worked. And so this, I thought, was really, really fun. So uh, if you are interested in the air fryer, want to know how our listeners thought, like our Facebook group had some really great ideas and we had a good time there. Yeah, Kate, I'll also mention that we had a pro tip this past week, too, on Friday. And if you haven't listened to that yet, it's from yes Lori from Fork to Spoon. And she is an air fryer expert. Like she's a pro. She's a pro. She guys. Is a pro. We are we are just like rookies in this game. 
Yeah, we sort of searched her out because um, she's got some air fryer groups that have hundreds of thousands of people on them. Amazing. And she's written cookbooks and she's got this amazing website. And she uh, recorded a pro tip for us about air frying. So if you want to go back and listen to that too, it is our latest pro tip on air frying. Mm -hmm. Okay, Kate. So seasonal baking, what are you doing? Yeah, so I'm not air frying anything, but mm-hmm. um, it's finally fall. It doesn't quite feel like it. It's still close to 80 here. I feel mm-hmm. like it's probably still the surface of the sun temperature in Atlanta. Yeah, um, but I don't know. Eventually, I just got to stop making popsicles. You know, yeah. I feel yeah. like I want to bake a little bit. So I was reminded, Julia Tertian, one of our faves, she posted her applesauce cake from now and again on Instagram, and it reminded me how much I loved her applesauce cake. So I actually made it tonight, the night that we're recording. Oh, fun. Um, yeah, it's so easy to whip up. It's one of those like very easy cakes. I did an, a Facebook Live, and Instagram Live on it, so you can kind of see what that looks like. It's like the wet and the dry ingredients, mix them together, pop them in the oven, and you get mm. this moist applesauce cake. And then... I remember that there's like this old fashioned caramel frosting that you can make. Oh, yeah. It's like brown sugar and, oh, yeah. It's brown sugar and butter, a little mm-hmm. bit of milk, boil it, and then beat in confectioner sugar. Ooh, yeah. tasty. That's good. Put that on top, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for that. I have not tasted it yet. Um, so I did that. I think that's such a good idea. So I'll post the recipe for caramel, so- caramel frosting that I found. I'm not sure if Julia's applesauce cake is online but it's definitely in her cookbook and i would say this if it sounds good you should at least check out our cookbook in the library it's amazing so i also did a little apple baking this week kate i think mm. um must be must be the fall uh i would say the fall weather but that's not it it's our fall feelings something's um, in the air <laughs> something's in the air yeah so joy the baker posted some apple biscuits that she had up as kind of like a baking challenge this week and she's a great food blogger out of new orleans Mm -hmm. and so she had made these apple biscuits you make it out of self-rising flour with some buttermilk you know just your basic biscuit you roll it out into kind of a um, rectangle kind of caramelize the apples on the stovetop a little bit and then you put them on one half of your biscuit thing dough you fold it over and then oh, you cut so your like biscuit. An apple sandwich. It's like making an apple sandwich, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like an apple quesadilla, you know, when you're folding the tortilla in half. Yes, also similar to that, right? And mm-hmm. then you just take your knife and you make your little biscuit squares out of that, right? Ooh. Put them onto your baking sheet. I thought that was going to be kind of like hard and a mess, and it actually was yeah. not. Like those little biscuits oh. came right up. They went right over there. The apples weren't falling out all over the place or anything. I was worrying about that. I was like, oh, man. Yeah. Um, no, they didn't. And everything stayed very intact. And then they bake up and you've got these delicious biscuits that have like, you know, these delicious browned apples in the middle, tucked in the middle of them. And mm. you can just picture all the different things you could quesadilla up into that biscuit dough, right? <laughs> yes, like, right. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I was like, well, this is this is a little genius move here. I mean, you can put anything in here. So that was a really fun discovery. So I would encourage, we'll link to the Joy the Baker apple biscuit recipe. But if you are, um, you know, if you're looking for something a little bit different to make and a little bit different for a, we had it for a Saturday morning kind of 
lazy breakfast, yeah. you know? And I was super jealous. You sent me a yeah. picture of those. I was like, man, I think I was eating like a piece of toast. And I was like, oh. It was not. Yeah, they were not too hard to make. I'll I'll tell you. And yeah. she has, if you're not a big baker, because I am not a big baker, she had a lot of processed pictures. Um, mm-hmm. So you could really, she really just walked you all the way through. And I found that very helpful. And and then they turned out great. So that's awesome. There you go. Yeah. All right, Kate, next week, what do we have coming up? Next week is all about the freezer meal. So this is something totally new to me. I'd not heard of this before. It's like another area of the Facebook groups. People get into these, which is awesome because it was like something more to learn. Mm -hmm. Basically, if you hadn't heard of these before, you make, you chop everything up and then you put it in a gallon freezer bag and you freeze it to make it later. Yeah, this is so... It's so fun. I'm looking forward to this too. This was also a, kind of a requested um, kind of hot yes. topic that people mm-hmm. were really interested in. So Kate found us three sort of different meals, different yeah. varieties of how to do this. Try to expand a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So so that'll be good. All right. So that's what's for dinner this week. See you next time on the Dinner Sisters. We'll save a spot at the table for you. Would you like a little dinner in your inbox every week? Subscribe to our newsletter by going to our website at dinnersisters.com for show notes and other fun stuff. If you've got some dinner ideas, shoot us an email at dinnersisterspodcast at gmail.com. We read every single one and we love to hear from you. Lastly, as per usual, if you like what you're hearing, please review and subscribe. That's how people get to know us. And we also love reading reviews. Thanks and happy eating.